0: All right. So uh, today we're gonna to talk uh, a little bit about commitment and the uh, importance of commitment in the uh, sales training process and why uh, why it's so important. I think really uh, gaining commitment uh, is really the key and really the thing that we have to do along the step each and every way. I think each and every each and every step we have to gain commitment, whether it be in the meet and greet, we're getting commitment when they give us our, their name. Um, when they give us more information, uh, it gives us opportunities to be able to, to get commitment. So um, I think it's really the most important thing. You know, years ago, I heard the saying that if a uh, salesperson can't get commitment, he's merely nothing more than a conversationalist. And I find that to be really, really true. So commitment as we go along the steps and as we talk about each and every one of these steps, as we go through these training videos, I think really the most important thing we can do is is really set ourselves up so that we can get people to, you know, we talk about features and benefits. We talk about the vehicles. We talk about, you know, we ask in investigative questions. We're doing all of those kind of things. All those steps and all those things you're leading us to not only gain acceptance from the customer, but also to get commitment from them as we go along the way. So when we talk about that, um, you know, in the meet and greet, we're gain like I said before, we're gaining commitment uh, by getting their name, by getting information from them. Getting an email address is another form of commitment because certainly none of us would really want to uh, give that information out unless we had some, uh, unless we're committed to buy or to purchase the item that we're looking at. We're not like anybody else. We're no different than any other buyer. We're no different than any other person when we, when we look at things. And so I think, we have to, I think we have to look at it and say, okay, so if I'm gonna go in and buy a lawnmower, for example, Um, I'm certainly not going to give out all that information if I'm not interested in buying that lawnmower. And I think the same thing uh, relates to the automobile uh, industry. People aren't coming here uh, because they're just looking. I mean, they're here because they want to do some type of business with us. They're interested in a vehicle that we have, they're interested in some kind of uh, uh, product that we sell, whether it be parts, service, or automobiles. So gaining commitment is really the key. If we don't get commitment, um, if we don't find out from people um, if they're if they're committed to buy the car, or purchase the vehicle, um, all we're doing is wasting our time in in really in the true sense of the meaning. So uh, certainly when you when you when you start and as you're looking at being a uh, uh, an automobile, uh, you know, a sales professional, being able to get commitment and being able to do those things are really the key. And if you if you do that, you'll be very successful. Okay, uh, training uh, video. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some questions that that I learned uh, about thirty one years ago uh, as I started selling cars. And 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 always remember when we talk about some of these things, and we look at the videos and 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 all the training that we do, um, all these things are just you know experiences and things that, that I've been involved with, along with, with some of the other uh, people that, that work with us to help you um, get to the point where you wanna be. And so understand that you know, 31 years ago seems like a long time, but it just, in the sales, bit, uh, the sales portion of it, it, seems like just really a short amount of time. But there, you know, when I first started, I mean, really the training was, they threw us a pencil and a piece of paper, and they told us just go out and talk to a customer. And so the hard thing about that was we didn't know what we were supposed to say. In fact, I remember when the guy said, hey, it's uh, you're up. I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't even know what an up meant. So uh, sometimes when we use uh, we talk lingo and jargon in the car business, hopefully you'll be able to understand it. And uh, if you don't uh, know what it means, just ask a question. But as I as I was trained and as I was taught to, you know, to ask questions and, you know, to do features and benefits and advantages for the customer all those kind of things it always got to the point where maybe we go on a test drive and let me reiterate if you're not going on test drives with your customers uh number 1 you're not doing what you're supposed to do but more importantly number 2 you're not taking that advantage to really be able to learn and really be able to to do trial closes and really gain that commitment that uh, that we really need so Take that time, that's where you really get to know people on the test drive and you get to know who they are, you get to know who their family is, you get to know who their grandkids are, their children are, what they're involved in, what they like to do, what their hobbies are. And so if you're not taking that advantage, uh, you're really, really, really missing a a key point of that. So that's just a plug maybe for another video down the road, but uh, it's very, very critical that you take the time you spend with the uh, customer in the car, driving the car, making sure that they like it. There's really, it's really pretty simple, and and really, it's three questions that I wrote down on the palm of my hand for probably about the first week because sometimes I get stuck and I wasn't sure exactly what to do. So, the first question that I always that I wrote down on my hand was number one: Do you like the car? Okay, pretty simple. It's either a yes or no answer. Uh, people are going to tell you, yeah, they do, or no, they don't okay, certainly, if they say yes that's that's great that's that's the answer that you want. if it's a no, if it's uh well, maybe or well, we kind of like it, any type of hesitation in their voice or in their body language or anything like that really um tells you that okay, they're not all in, okay, so anytime you see somebody uh kind of back off or give you that the look in their face like mm, I'm not quite sure or Well, I think so. Understand that we live in worlds of yeses and noes. We don't live in worlds of maybes, mightbes, couldbes. Okay, so that's a great opportunity for you to find uh, find out what the objection might be. But if they answer yes, okay, do you like the car, or do you like the truck, or do you like the van, or do you like the uh, Grand Wagoneer, or do you like the uh, Armada? Whatever, whatever it is, uh, ask that question and then. Wait for them to answer. Now, anytime a salesperson asks a question, they need to keep their mouth shut and wait for the customer to speak. Don't ask the question and then throw something else in there automatically over the top of them. Ask the question Do you like the vehicle? And they answer yes. Great. Is there anything about the vehicle that you do not like? Okay. Now, this is an, un- this is an opportunity here for us to get information if there's something. So oftentimes it may be, we really like it, but we would like it to have um, rear DVD player, or we want it to have uh, uh, adaptive cruise control, whatever, whatever it is, or we want it to be red, or we want it to be blue or what have you. This is a great opportunity for you to find that out because oftentimes, uh, especially when you're selling new cars, there might be a car that's very similar to it, a different color that might fit their color, uh, uh, fit better. So always ask that second question. Is there anything about the car you don't like? Okay. That could be, is there anything about the van you don't like? What have you? Just ask that question. Wait for them to answer. Now, if they say no, nope, there's nothing. We really like the car. So they've answered positively to one. Is there anything about is, you like the car? Yes. Is there anything you don't like about the car? No. Okay. Then, the third and most important question that you need to learn to ask, and this is the question that will make you more money than you can imagine, is this simple question. So, if I can get the figures agreeable, meaning I get the payment where it needs to be to fit your budget, I get you enough money for your trade, I get the price correct, whatever is their hot button, and hopefully you found that out earlier on, and we'll talk about that in another, uh, another training videos, but if I can get the figures agreeable, okay. Is there any other reason? Now notice how I emphasize any other reason. And that's to give them the opportunity again, to say, if there's something there that they don't, that may not fit. So if I can get the figures agreeable, so if, for example, I'm trying to sell a car to Zach, for example, I made a, I'm, and Zach's a payment guy, okay? And he's told me that he wants to be in that $450 to $500 range. And I asked Zach, so Zach, you like the car? Is there anything about the car you don't like? He's answered positively to both those. So I asked him, so Zach, if I can get the payment to fit your budget, would there be any other reason why we couldn't earn your business on that car right now? Okay? And if they say, yeah, that's great. If you can get the payment where it needs to be, perfect. That's as much commitment as you can get from that customer. That's when you take them inside the building, okay? This is, when you, this is when you bring them inside. Until they answer those three questions positively, you have to make sure that you don't bring them in because there's something there that's not right. So if I ask Zach, is there any other reason why I couldn't earn your business on that vehicle right now So I could say, no, if we can do that, that'd be great. I'd say, okay, and we'll sign all the paperwork, take delivery of the vehicle, correct? Now, notice I didn't say today because years ago, I remember one of the first couple of weeks that I was uh, selling cars, I had a customer and I asked them that question, but I didn't say right now, I said today. And the guy says, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, we we can do that today. And so I said, okay, great, come on inside. And we went inside. And, and everything went fine. And then he stood up and he said, Okay, I'm gonna think about it for the rest of the day. And of course, I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. Uh, you know, what do I do now? So he ends up leaving. He ends up coming back and buying the car. But I remember uh, a guy named Steve, a great, great uh, mentor of mine, he came in and said, Hey, always make sure you ask him right now. Don't ever use the term today. And, and ever since then, I've always used the term right now so that people know that it's that it's right now. It's not today. It's not next week. It's right now. Okay. Now, if that customer, again, gives you any hesitation, any funny look on their face, any body language change that may indicate that maybe there's something there, then we have to ask the follow-up questions and we have to, we have to go about trying to find out what the, uh, what the objection is so that we can, get the, uh, so we can get the commitment again. So three questions. Do you like the car? Number two, is there anything about the car you don't like? And number three, if I can get the figures agreeable, whatever they may be, is there any other reason why we can't earn your business on that vehicle right now? That means you'll, when he answers yes, then I come with the other comment. That means you'll sign all the paperwork and take delivery of the vehicle, correct? Right. You get those questions answered properly, boom, you take them in, we get all the paperwork done. We'll talk about all that later, but you get the paperwork done, you get everything that you need, you take it to the desk, okay? And oftentimes I'll even write down on, uh, on a piece of paper, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith will own right now for 450 a month. Okay. And I'll have them sign it. Okay. Put the little X there, smiley face, whatever you want on a piece of paper. And we can, uh, and, and we can do that. But those three questions, if you ask those questions every time, they'll become ingrained in your mind. You'll probably say them in, in your, you'll probably sleep talk. And your spouse will probably go, what the heck are you talking about? But remember, You like the car, anything about the car you don't like, and if I can get the figures agreeable, is there any other reason why I can't earn your business on that vehicle right now? And shut up and let them answer, okay? If you do that, trust me, you'll be successful and you'll make a lot of money. Okay, so uh, Zach's going to be, he's going to pretend to be a customer here. We're gonna talk a little bit about this. Of course, Zach's a Viking fan, so discount that, everybody. He's, uh, you know, He's been misled.
1: That means I'm a serious buyer.
0: Okay, he's serious, but um, we'll talk about uh, a little bit about some of the commitment and how we go about uh, talking through that and maybe some of the little simple things that you get. Understand this, whenever you're selling cars, there's always going to be a point where you're gonna feel uneasy. Um, maybe uh, you're not quite sure what to say, at that moment, at that moment when you start to feel that, um, check your ego aside, get a manager, get somebody else who might be able to come in. Um, trust me, this is a business of, of, of people helping each other and trying to, trying to get that. I can tell you this, if you ask for help and you try and get people to help you, um, you'll sell more cars um it's it's really that simple if if you want to try and do it all yourself um you're gonna crash and burn trust me because there's there's just things that we learn as we go through this that uh, people uh, you know we, you just need to learn what to say there's little word tracks there's certain questions to ask that just for thirty plus years, I've been asking these questions, so they're pretty much ingrained in my mind, but say for somebody who's you know new in the business or you know, only been in the business maybe, you know, six months to a year, uh, you know, they may get to a point where they're uncomfortable. Now, when you're riding up a car deal, if your hands aren't sweaty and getting all, you, you know, then you got to get excited. You got to get geared up for this and have fun with it. Understand that there's nothing here that's going to, nothing that we talk about is life or death. Um, it, so have some fun with it. Don't get too worked up about things. And let's, uh, let's talk about uh, commitment. So we've talked a little bit about the, uh, um, the three questions to ask. Um, Zach, uh, g- Zach's gone on a test drive with me. Um, I, I found out here where he's a Viking fan. And so all, I found out some things about him um, that I'm a little bit concerned about, but that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll deal with that uh, here uh, as we go along. But So Zach, Zach's looking at a, uh, at a 23 uh, Grand Cherokee L um we've driven one it's a limited um zach told me um he is he's right now driving a 2018 grand cherokee um one of the key things he had to have was leather um and he likes a nice sound system so the one we've got uh we found one that's got a uh, uh, harman card and sound system in it so we've talked about some of those things but um so we're, we're back from the test drive and uh, zach's you know he and his wife are you know, pretty excited about the car. Um, I think they're good with the color. They told me they wanted a lighter color car. And so we're, we're on a white one. And uh, so I'm I'm at the point now where I need to kind of put the, you know, I got to get down to business. OK, it's time to it's time to stop screwing around. It's time to ask the question. So my first question, certainly to Zach is, is so Zach, do you like the car? I do.
1: Yeah, no, really nice vehicle.
0: OK, so notice Zach when he answered that question, he was pretty positive. There wasn't any hesitation. There wasn't, if I asked Zach that, that same question, Zach, exactly you like the car?
1: Uh, not a huge fan of the, the interior color. I was hoping for maybe a tan.
0: Okay, all right. So now, now I know that I've got to find something that needs tan, that needs tan interior, okay? Now, early on, had I done my job right and talked to Zach about what they were driving and what they liked about their car they were driving and what they wanted in their new car, um, I probably would have found out that they like lighter color interior. But I didn't do my job, so I'm making it a little bit more difficult on myself. So, at this point, um, this isn't where you cut and run and and run to the boss and say, you know, what do I do? Now, some of us may do that. That's okay. Um, But hopefully we've gotten our managers involved early on and we've talked to them. And so my manager may have somebody may have something in the back of his mind that might work. So, so I may ask, so other than the tan interior, Zach, is there anything about the car that you don't like?
1: No, other than that, like you said, you got the sound system that was important to us, the leather, uh, my wife loves that, that, uh, that color on the outside.
0: So perfect. So what I found is that I've got the right car other than the interior. Now, now, there's some things, look, look, you don't need to dive right to, you know, the 1970s old car jargon of, you know, if I could sell this to you cheap enough, could you stand the, the black interior? No, don't cut right to there. There's no reason to cut, to cut your commission. There's no reason when maybe you have the exact same vehicle or one very similar to it that has tan interior. So. This is one of the reasons why I preach all the time, walk the lot. Every morning when you come to work, um, you get your cup of coffee or you get your, you know, energy drink. These, these guys drink energy drinks like they're water. But, um, you know, I'm just a Diet Coke guy. But whatever you do, take a minute, take 10 minutes and walk around the lot, especially if it's the day after your day off. Okay. And it's critical that you walked a lot because now I know, okay, hey, I've got, I, I know there's a white one with tan interior. I, I saw it in the back. Okay. I have an idea. So what I may do is I may say, okay, Zach, so so basically then if I've got a, if we got the same vehicle, but tan interior, then you'd be a go, right? I mean, that'd be the car you'd want to get, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Perfect. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go get the keys to, I've got one. Okay. Now. The reason why I tell you to walk the lot and the reason why I want you to do that and the key to it is it makes you look like a professional. Okay. How many times have you been into a store and you've asked the uh, sales associate, maybe it's a, um, maybe you're trying to buy something for your wife. Seems like I spend a lot of time in stores with my wife looking at clothes and those kind of things. So. Of course, my wife wears a certain size and oftentimes it isn't It isn't there, okay? Sometimes the right size isn't out on the stand. So we'll ask one of the sales associates, hey, do you have this in a small? And it's interesting to see the, con- to see the two completely different responses. Um, I don't know, let me go check. Or sometimes you don't wanna hear this one, um, everything that we have out, everything that we have in that uh, in that shirt is what we have out. okay? I'm okay with that, all right? Or, yes, we got a shipment in. Let me go look. I think there's some smalls in there, okay? When somebody says, mm, I don't know, let me go look, I kind of get the feeling like, okay, this person, they know what they're talking about? are they really do they really understand their their inventory? do they understand what their products are? Versus the person who says, "Nope, everything that we have out is what we have out. I'm sorry. Um, maybe I can get one from another store or what have you." That's a whole different. That's a whole different discussion, but understand your inventory and know what you have. OK? Um, don't run to the computer screen with the customer.? Okay. We, we're not trying to sell out of kiosks. Um, say, "You know what? I got a white one that came in. Let me go check. I'm pretty sure I, it had tan interior. Let me go in and check with my boss, okay? Come in and talk to the boss. Yep, it does. Good, Go get we go get the keys, take them back there. So I found the right car now. I've got the one with tan interior, okay? So I've asked Zach again, we go drive the car. Don't just say, okay, we drove the other one. We don't need to drive this one, okay? When you realize that people that this is an emotional buy, that this is an emotional decision, and people want to feel it, touch it, you know, taste it, smell it, envision themselves behind the wheel of the vehicle, where they're going to go on their first vacation. They can see themselves pulling into the garage. They can see themselves driving down the driveway. So that's what we want to do. We want to get them in the car, okay? Understand this, that 99% of the people who buy a car want to drive the car before they buy it. So don't put your hopes and dreams on 1%. So take them for a drive. Hey, let's go just go drive this one. Make sure this is the right one. Okay? Oh, well, we drove the other one, Rick. I get it, but let's just go drive it. Okay? Let's just go drive it. Let's just make sure, let's sew this thing up. Okay? And, and make sure. We go drive it. I come back. I'm going to ask Zach the same question. Zach, you like the, you like the car?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's great.
0: So is there any... Is there anything else you don't like about the car? I mean, is there anything there that that you don't like? No, it's great. Okay. So, Zach, so if I can get the figures agreeable, and we talked about payment, we talked about that five to 550 range. Okay. If I can get the payment to fit into your budget, okay, get all the numbers to work out, is there any other reason why we can't earn your business on that Jeep right now?
1: And I'll give you a few different objections. Okay. Please. I mean, we're just, uh, we just want to make sure we get enough for our trade. Okay. You know, it's important to us. We've been kind of looking that around and just want to make sure that we get the most of that.
0: And I get it. And, and believe you me, Zach, here's, another, here's a good, another good wood track. Believe you me, Zach, if, if we don't pay you enough money for the trade, okay, we can't get that payment into that 5,550 range, I'd probably be the first guy to tell you not to do the deal. Fair enough?
1: Yeah, that's fine. Okay.
0: So, other than the trade value, Okay, getting you enough money for your trade. Is there any other reason why we couldn't earn your business on that vehicle right now?
1: New um, That was good. Uh, you know, we just like to, I mean, I have no problem looking at numbers, but we just want to make sure we talk about it, have the time to kind of maybe sleep on it. And, sure. And, and make sure that we feel good about buying it.
0: Okay, and this is, a very common, this is a very common objection because a lot of people have been told, look, don't buy something right out of the gate. Okay, don't buy something that, you know, we want to we want to sleep on it. Now, back in the day we used to say stuff like, well, that'll be awfully cold and uncomfortable if you sleep on it. Okay. I mean, it's <laughs> stuff that people would say, like, what do you need to sleep on it for? Um, you know, all those kind of things. Okay. So what what I what we have to do here is we have to find out, okay, the key to this is really finding out what part of this decision do they need to. Think about, okay? So oftentimes, oftentimes a question might arise or it might be that, okay, Zach, just so I can clarify it in my own mind, I'm trying to, you know, trying to make sure we've got the right car, right? Okay. okay? There's nothing about it you don't like, right. okay? Concerned about the trade. Mm-hmm. I get it. Everybody is, sure. okay? We've never paid anybody too much money, okay? Um, payment, got to fit into the budget. Mm-hmm. I get that, Okay. So what I'm trying to figure out in my own mind is other than those items, what part of the decision do you need to sleep on and think about? And then I shut up, okay? Uh,
1: it really just comes down to not making kind of a rash decision. You okay. Know, just making sure that we feel comfortable with it and it's not something we're going to regret. Okay.
0: Again, another very good, uh, taught by the best, Um this is what you say to the car guys, okay, so that they can back off. And this one's a this one's a challenge. This one's really one of the harder ones because a lot of it really is based on what you've learned from the minute they walked in the door until you got to that point, okay, where you're at. So, we may be talking about something here. I I don't have all the particulars, but there may be something that we would have talked about 35 40 minutes ago, okay? That may have been, uh, you know, uh, may may give me some ammunition to offset what they're really talking about. Okay. Now, oftentimes, oftentimes the the idea is to just say, okay, well, they need to go. They need to go think about it. Okay. And oftentimes, this is where salesmen just kind of give in. They just kind of they just kind of say, okay. And the reason why they say okay is they really don't know how to handle the situation from here. They don't know which questions to ask, okay? This question really builds on, like I said earlier, 30, 40, 50, maybe hour, hour and a half that you spent with these people trying to figure out what the reason why or what have you, okay? Now, maybe they had a bad experience. Maybe they felt like somebody where they bought their previous car, maybe not the one they're trading, but maybe it could have been one before that where they were a little, uh, you know, pushy, if you will, okay? Um, But sometimes you just have have to kind of massage around that and work around that, okay? So oftentimes when we're at this point, Zach's concerned about a number, okay? We found the right car and oftentimes... Um, he's, he's thought about, there's a number in his head, okay? And I don't know if it's the trade. I don't know if it's the payment. I don't know if it's the price. All those things factor into it. I don't know if it's the down payment. What could it be? Is, it a, is, is he thinking about leasing, but he's not sure? Is he wanting to buy? Is there all these kind of things, okay? The question to ask oftentimes at the very end, if you're, if you're at the point is, the question might be, okay, Zach, So, and I appreciate the fact that you want to go home and think about it. OK, and and I want to make sure that you you make the right decision as well. OK, and and oftentimes great people in this world, great people have always have always said, OK, look, I want to make the right decision. And if it's the right one, I want to do it. If it's not the right one, I don't want to do it. And I get that. OK, and we've talked about the car and we've got the right car. Is that correct? Yes. We found the right car. Yeah, okay. No. I've done my job then.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Absolutely. OK, perfect. I, that Because the hardest part for me, the hardest part is making sure that we get the right car. Like this is the car that you can see yourself driving every day for the next two, three, four, five, whatever long, how many years, right? Okay. Right. Right. So I think we found that. Okay. Um, it sounds to me like there's a number or there's a figure or something that you're thinking about or you're going to go home and think about. Correct. There's a number out there that you're trying to get to. Okay. What I'm trying to do is just trying to see what that number is. Okay. What what is that number? Okay. Now, before I finish asking Zach the question, see, Zach came with an idea. Okay. Now, maybe he came with the idea that okay, I can get 20 grand for my trade. The Jeep's 55 grand. I owe 10 grand. So I'm gonna pay, you know, you know I got 55 less 20, so that's 35 plus, it, so 45 grand. And he's been to the, he's, he's figured it out, he's gone online or he's checked with his credit union or he's checked with his bank, what have you. Zach knows what his payment is, okay? Zach knows what his payment is, okay? Everybody does. Nobody walks in here and says, oh geez, I don't know what my trade's worth and I don't know what the payment is. Everybody knows that, okay? So maybe the car that they're looking at is 59 grand or 60 grand. It's 5 grand more. Okay. So Zach's Zach's trying to say, "Hey, wait a minute. I don't know if I can make this extra 5 grand work." Cuz let's say his payment is he's figured it for 750 bucks. Well, the other 5 grand's going to push me up. It's going to push me up another 100 bucks a month. It's going to be 850 and I really I really can't do that. Okay. All right. So this is the reason why I asked the question to him is, I understand that there's a figure that you want to go home and think about. Why don't you tell me what that figure is? Would that be fair?
1: Yeah. No, I know that we've talked about, you know, 550 kind of being something. that would be If it's closer to 550 or above, that's where I'd have to go home and kind of sit on it. You know, I really was hoping to be closer to that 500.
0: Okay. Perfect. So, so what, so the question then is, so if I could get the payment and believe you me, these guys, they work wonders. They're the best. Um, If I could get that payment in that five to five fifty, would there be any other reason why we couldn't do the deal right now?
1: No, I think me and my wife would would be comfortable with
0: that. Perfect. Let's go in and let's, let's put the deal together. Okay, so the idea is, how many times did I hear him say, I got to go home and think about it? Mm -hmm. And I don't look if you felt that was pushy.
1: (laughs) Welcome to sales.
0: Welcome to sales or go work a double shift at Common Sense. You'll make more money. Okay, the idea is I have to ask the question again. Every time I every time I get past an objection, I have to ask the question again. So I asked him, he goes, well, I, we got to go home and think about it, okay? Um, I didn't stop right there. I just told him, I said, I can appreciate that, okay? I can appreciate. You empathize. Hey, I understand that. Believe you me, I get it, all right? I'm not the kind of guy who runs out and spends 50 grand, you know, on a whim. I'm not. I'm not that guy, okay? Maybe, maybe some of you out, here, out there listening or watching or that guy or that gal, but I'm not. So I asked Zach again, I, you know, trying to find out what it was that he was trying to think about. We, we narrowed it in on the car, okay? The car's right, he, feel, he feels comfortable doing business with us, okay? And now the idea is it sounds to me like it's the money. So, so when you talk about the three M's, me, machine, the money, okay, me is, me, do you feel comfortable in doing business with us? to, you know, we found the right car, right? Okay, you feel comfortable doing business with us. We take good care of you, all those things. So it sounds to me like maybe there's a money issue. You don't say that, but you say, it sounds to me like you're going to go home and think about some figure, okay? What is that number? Now, Zach would have said, well, I owe 25 grand on my car, and I know it's only worth 20 grand. I just don't want to roll five grand over. Okay, that's another conversation. Hey, but Zach, there's five grand in rebate on that car. Mm-hmm. So we can swallow it up so you, it, makes you, it makes you hold there. There's a lot of different things. But if, I, if I'm not asking those questions, if I'm not trying to get commitment, because the whole idea here is not to just sit here and talk to Zach because he's a Vikings fan, but to sit here and ask Zach, okay, what do I have to do during your business on that Jeep right now? Okay, now... We bring him in and write him up. It starts, a whole new, it starts a whole new episode, and we'll talk about that later. But the idea here is I'm always trying to get commitment from the customer. In, in every question I ask, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get them to say yes, or I'm trying to get them to say no, okay? Hearing no, how many times did you say no? I got to go on and think about it.
1: Three. three
0: times on that one to trade once, so about five. Yeah. Okay, guys, gals, if you're not hearing, no, three, four, five times, um, you're either really lucky, you found the the golden, the golden customer, or you, there's something amiss. But so those are the ideas. Make sure you're asking those questions. You like the car? Is there anything about the car you don't like? And and third, and most importantly, so if I can get the figures agreeable, is there any other reason why we couldn't earn your business on that vehicle right now? Okay. And again, if you ask those questions, you may not get the right answer, but at least you'll get an answer. Once you get that answer, then you can work your way around that answer and overcome that objection and figure it out. Okay?
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Rick. Yep. Way to go. Perfect.
0: Bang, bang, Niner, gang.
1: (laughs) i <laughs>